Do you feel like you're too old to learn something new? Marianne believes that's not the case. Today, we're talking about the importance of staying current on using technology. Marianne teaches technology while using technology, and she encourages her clients to push the buttons and explore. So please stick around and enjoy the show. And welcome to another episode of Coffee with Tea. I am your host Tanya Tyler, and I want to, before I forget, shout out to all my Wonder Women today. Got my coffee mug, and today we're excited because we're going to be talking about technology and seniors and how we can empower seniors. And today I have Miss Marianne Bailey. She's the founder of Online Tech Lessons, also known as the Senior Tutor. So, without further ado, I'd like to bring on Miss Marianne. Bailey, welcome. Hi. Thanks, Tanya. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for the in, or for coming on. Absolutely. So first and always, I definitely have to ask, how are you handling this COVID-19 period? I am crazy busy. I am busy. I am working with seniors online um, and being able to teach them and stuff. And so um it's kind of been a blessing in disguise in some ways, um, besides all the bad aspects of it, which I would rather have foregone and not had any of that, right? All of us would have. Um, but I've been saying for years that I felt that seniors could learn how to use technology over technology, and they all thought I was crazy. Well, who's crazy now? <laughs> so basically, you were preparing for the pandemic and you didn't even know it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Something was going to happen. That sixth sense was calling. Just wasn't sure what it was. I, I wish I was wrong on that one, though. But, um, you know, the fact that uh, seniors now have um, more advantages to be able to learn and see the need to be able to do that um, is a blessing, too, though. So, um, you know, it's kind of that double-edged sword there going on. Well, well congratulations on your new business. And, and, you know, the fact that, you know, People, you probably thought, people thought you were crazy, but you know what? You knew there was a need for the seniors to be connected. And who knew during this, that this would probably be the only way they really can get connected, correct? Yeah, in a lot of ways. Like I said, I've been doing this since 2009. So, um, but I was in people's homes and, and working one-on-one with them. And, you know, people, if they wanted to talk to their kids or see their grandchildren, if they lived close enough, they just drove over there. And, you know, because of the pandemic, they're not able to do that. So a lot of grandparents um, have shown a lot of depression um, because of the pandemic and not being able to have that contact with their kids and their grandchildren, especially their grandchildren. Um, you know, when they have that really close connection and then all of a sudden it's ripped away from them literally overnight um, to be able to do that. It's, it's a huge break in communication and emotional distress and all kinds of stuff. So by being able to teach them how to get online or, or to, um, you know, even download pictures and see what's going on and all, you know, different forms of it, it's, it's, it's detrimental to their, um, to their well-being that they, that they um, learn how to do that. Right. Right. Well, before we really dive into what you do, 
can you really like explain where did this passion come from? Where did this um, feel like the desire was to help specific, specifically seniors? Well, from when I was really young, my mom um, had always worked in the senior industry. She was a nurse in a senior home. Um, and I, we used to have, we only had one car. So my dad and I would go pick up my mom uh, from work and I would go in and there would always be seniors sitting in their chairs in the halls talking to each other. And I would stop and talk to them and, and they'd always have something sarcastic to say or whatever. And I just, I, I think as a kid, I was kind of sarcastic. And so I would just, you know, fire back at them usually, but I always had that respect for them that they were, you know, my elders, regardless as of whether I personally knew them or not and um, would stop and talk to them and, and be friendly with them. And then I, as I got older, um, I was curious about computers in junior high. I took a junior, uh, I took a computer class that summer, um, hurt my ankle on the way to class one day. I had to walk about half a mile and um, hurt my ankle, was on crutches that summer and still walked that half a mile to get to that class and up three flights of stairs because schools weren't exactly ADA uh, compliant back then and up three flights of stairs to get to that class. When I uh, finished that class at the end of that, uh, I think it was like a two week class or month class or something like that. Finished it, went home, told my mom that I wanted a computer. My grandmother lived with us at the time who I ha always had a strong, pretty strong connection with. And my mom said, do you hear that mother? Now Marion wants an apple. And my grandmother said, thought about it for a minute. And she goes, well, I don't have any apples, but I can make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> and I found out that discovered then somewhere in the back of my head, it started brewing that even at that age, you know, that, that seniors were going to have um, a hard time kind of connecting with that theory of, of having computers. That, about, that was the beginning of when we had apples and they were mostly still in classrooms and, and jobs we didn't have everyday PCs in our, in our homes or smartphones that could run circles around those, you know, and stuff like that. But even then it was still, you know, it, it was, it was brewing. And then as I got older, I just started uh, taking on jobs that, where I was learning more and more about computers and, and PCs. Um, I remember I was um, probably about 23 or so by the time I finally got a PC for my home. Uh, bought it from somebody that I was working with on a government contract for the Marine Corps, paid $1,000 for it. And, and by standards today, I mean, that thing probably could not get online or, you know, like they say, a doorstop, you know, that's about all it'd be good for right now. Um, but it got me interested. It got me online chatting with people in AOL and uh, learning how to go to websites because it wasn't as easy back then as it is now. Um, and being really involved with it. And it's just kind of grown, you know, from the time that we started having smartphones and tablets and stuff, I was addicted. I had, you know, before I got divorced, I had a new cell phone every year. My daughter, who was a teenager at the time, was like, that's, she goes, that's not very uh, cost-effective there, mom. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> I forget what she said it was now. And I said, look, I don't smoke. I hardly drink. I don't have expensive hobbies. If my worst ha you know, habit is that I buy a new phone every year and it's a tax write-off for business purposes, so be it. And she goes, oh, you're right. So it's just kind of grown. It's, it's just evolved and, and rolled. It's like a snowball. And, and the more that came out, the more I got addicted to stuff. Now, I don't like, like, I couldn't build you a computer. 
don't don't get what I would get confused with that. I could not build you a computer. I cannot figure out, uh, you know, probably why your your modem's not working. I would just know that you know that something's not working and it needs fixed. And then I would call the connections that I have to fix your stuff. But I teach you how to use your stuff, and so that's always kind of been my strong suit is understanding software and and being able to learn it really fast and then turn around and being able to teach it. Like I could go into a place and, and teach somebody how to use software that I've never even seen before, just by process of elimination, you know, most mm -hmm. of them kind of work the same way. So you just kind of figure it out. Right. So right. it's, but yeah, from, from really young until now, it's just kind of been like a snowball just going along and, and falling in love with it. And then knowing that um, seniors, you know, every time I go home to Florida to visit my parents, uh, my mom would tell everybody that I was coming to visit. And then all of her friends would be like, oh, good, I need to learn how to do this, or I need to learn how to do that. So I wouldn't get to spend time on the beach because I was in my mom's friends' houses teaching them. <laughs> That's awesome. And then I got to the point where um, my husband of 20 years and I were, were splitting up and I had to get a job. And um, I'm a horrible employee. I hate Monday through Friday, nine to five um, type of work. And everyone kept saying, you're awesome at doing this. Why don't you do this? And I said, well, I've been considering it. And so one thing led to another and here I am. Wow. That's an amazing story. So um, I want to remind people who are tuning in that if you're getting a lot of the nuggets that Marion is dropping about following your gut and, and following your instinct, please make sure you hit that like button. We really, we really love the support. So please, I want to remind you to do that. But I also want to go into you know, I know a lot of the senior centers and stuff like that are on lockdown. So how does that, um, are you really going with the ones that you've already dealt with, or is this more like an individual basis? How do, how do you get in to teach people um, the software? Most of my clients are people that are living um, in their own homes still. Um, so probably I would say about 75% of, of the people are, are like that. Um, Occasionally, I get people that are living in homes or the senior homes will call me or the senior centers will call me and ask me to come out and teach a class. Um, I'm not a big fan of classes. Everybody learns at different levels in different ways. So when I can teach one-on-one -on -one with people, um, I pre much prefer that because of the fact that I can, um, you know, customize the lesson as to what is that they need to learn. If we did a class on Facebook, then, you know, one person has been in it 15 minutes and one person's been in it 15 years someone's leaving that class unhappy and so um right now they they call or, or they email or they sign up on the website and uh we're hopping on zoom and we're we're learning technology through technology so it's usually on zoom sometimes it's on facebook and um, we're going that route with it so are you more like um an experimental learner or or i mean because i mean most people to get on zoom first have to understand a little bit of the concept of Zoom. So I yeah. mean, they have to have, yeah, they have to have a basic understanding. Usually it's like at least how to check their email because that's where they're going to get that link. Right. Um, if they can at least get their email and click that link, they can follow the directions to get into Zoom. Sometimes if they're really confused, they'll call me and I'll walk them through the steps. They'll tell me what's on their screen. And then all of a sudden, you know, poof, they're on Zoom and they're, and then they're happy that they accomplished something and that the, light kind of turns on to what else can I do with, with this technology? Who else can I talk to like this? Right. And so then 
Um, you're right. It is kind of experimental. Um, I did go out to someone's home this morning, as a matter of fact. And when I was leaving, she asked me, she said, are most of your sessions like this with people? And I said, what do you mean? I said, did you enjoy it? And she said, yes. And I, and she says, but are they kind of, you know, go with the flow? And I said, they are with me. It's not, you know, oh, we're going to learn this, this, and this, and a, and a layout and exact times and this and that. It's, um, what do you want to learn? What's the most important? What's holding you back from doing something or learning something more? Let's tackle that first. So let's eat the crust first, right? And then uh, move forward from there. And then learning, you know, to be experimental, like you said, and push buttons. You know, I have a smartphone. I don't, when I, like the woman today, she had a brand new iPhone. And that's a little bit harder to teach online, but, but it's very possible. But she just lives down the street. So, uh, you know, I just made sure that she, you know, where they've been home isolating and I pretty much do as well. I don't do a whole lot of one-on-ones in face person with people because of that right now. But she said, you know, she goes, there's all kinds of stuff on my phone. I don't know what it do. It does. And I said, well, you know, it's easy to reset a phone and it's hard to screw it up. So, you know, push buttons, just open the program, see what it does. You know, I said, here's a map program. What does that do? Hit button. And then she got all, oh my gosh, that was so cool. How do, you know, so I spent an extra 20 minutes with her teaching her how to use the map program on her phone. But I said, see what happened? We pushed a button that you didn't know what it was going to do. And, and we found something that was of interest to us. And now, so now she's happy that she has that. So it's just kind of, like you said, going with your gut and seeing what, what you want to learn. Like I said, some people have very distinct needs and then other people are just wanting to use their phone better or uh, being able to get into Google Docs and, and, write, um, you know, write their legend, you know, their, what's the word I'm thinking of? I just remember their legend, their legend, not their legend. You know what I mean? But yeah. you know, writing about their past or, or maybe they always wanted to write a screenplay or write a letter to a company to complain or, or praise something or whatever it is, you know, so maybe armchair surf or stuff. So it's just, like I said, it, we just go with the flow. What do you want to learn? You know, and then some people decide, Oh, well, okay. I got that really easily. Let's find some other stuff to learn. You just right. never know what, what we're going to encounter when, a, when we're in a lesson together. Right. So if I'm hearing correctly, basically you're, you're helping them overcome their fear of their limiting beliefs, but it doesn't just mean seniors can't benefit your services from what I'm, I'm hearing. I mean, I know you target, I know you target seniors, but it sounds like it could grow into other areas because Seniors, um, everyday folks are trapped into their, their limiting beliefs, right? Oh, yeah. So, so the biggest thing is what I'm hearing is you're really tapping into whatever limiting fear of why they're afraid to, to, to try something new. You know, oh, they yeah. Because most people, yeah, most people knew that before, like, oh, if I mess up a computer and I have to reformat a computer, it's a big deal. And it still is. It's just less harder, is that a word? Less harder to screw up a computer these days than it used to be because we have apps on them and we have websites that hold most of our data, okay? So most of the stuff that we do is online. So it's really kind of hard to screw that up these days. The same with apps and whatever. I've had customers from the ages of 35 up through, I think my oldest one was 96. You know, and one of my clients that lives down in Batavia, um, Ohio, her husband pointed out that, and you're exactly right in what you said, that I gave her the courage 
to try new things. And because of that, she wasn't scared of pushing those buttons and seeing what it was doing or, you know, trying these things or repeating these things when, once I was gone, you know, and she said, you know, she goes, I never would have had the courage to do any of this before you came and just said, just do it. Right. Right. That's what, that's what I was trying to get at. It's yeah. like, it, I mean, I know you're gearing it towards seniors, but basically anyone can use your services if they're really afraid and want to step out on their technology. Um, right. Growth, correct. A lot of, my, yeah. And a lot of my customers are, are like, say for instance, a woman stays home um, raising her kids for 20 years. You know, that was me. And, but luckily I stayed up with technology, but um, you know, there's women out there that don't or men that don't, um, not to be, um, sexist there. Um, you know, there, there's all kinds of reasons why people don't stay up on technology. Maybe they had a few classes in school and it just wasn't important to them or they, um, you know, whatever the reason may be. So we work with people that are re-entering the workforce sometimes. Some, a lot of times I'll get um, calls from men and women that want to advance at work and they need to learn different software programs or how to do stuff or keep up with stuff. So we work with them also, um, teaching them how to do that so that when they go and apply for a new job, um, they feel comfortable in being able to put that they have those skills on their resume so they can get a better job than what they thought they could start out at. Right, right. So Ms. Marianne, my question is, what's the one thing you really want to leave the audience with? that you're never too old to learn and that no questions are stupid okay and that as you said having the courage to learn something new should be an ongoing process and so reach out if you need help with you know computer problems as far as like learning new software and stuff like that or reach out to somebody. It doesn't have to be me. It, it just, just be willing to learn and be able to say, I don't know something and understand that people are more willing to help than what people give them credit for, for that. Right. Right. Well, like I said, you dropped a lot of wisdom and a lot of insight. And like I said, I would love to continue this conversation. Maybe we can have you come back and maybe give us some more techie stuff. I don't know. <laughs> you know? Well, we'll stay in contact and you have come back on. Would you be willing? Absolutely. It's a pleasure. And Ms. Marianne, final question. Where can, be, where can people find more information about you, your services, and what you offer? Okay. So the business name is my website, which is onlinetechlessons.com. And so you can go on there and you can drop me a line through the contact form on there. You can call me the phone number, uh, the toll-free number here in the business line is 800-525-5364. Or they can just shoot me an email at support at onlinetechlessons.com. All right. Well, thank you, Ms. Marianne. I pretty, like I said, you dropped a lot of nuggets, a lot of wisdom in there, a lot of insight that, you know, anybody could basically use your services. So thank you. I appreciate you having me on and being able to help get the word out about it. My pleasure, my pleasure. And I also want to give those who tune in today a chance to realize that feedback is always welcome. Links um, will be posted in the comments to all of Marianne's uh, insights that she shared. And remember, uh, if you like this video, please, please give it a thumbs up and leave us a comment, give some of your feedback, that's how we can improve. And if you're really enjoying this insight that you're getting from everybody who's sharing their wisdom and knowledge, just like Marianne is, 
please hit the subscribe button below, definitely. And remember, remember, take things in stride, go with the flow, and create your own path. And again, we'll see you back on another episode of Coffee with Tea. All right, bye-bye. Share with us, what was one of your takeaways from today's show? Post your answers in the comments. Hi everyone, this is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free, and if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, please stay and grow with us and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.